Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. We are almost there. After spending the last few episodes looking specifically at the idea of reconciliation in relationships, we're moving forward today. And moving forward means we are getting another step closer to the end. In fact, after today, I think we'll have four more episodes, but that can change. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing multiple episodes on reconciliation, and it happened anyway. So somewhere around four more episodes after today. But in this episode, we're going to continue on from Colossians 4 verse 10 and look at 4 verse 11. Paul is still in this mini section listing off people in his ministry network or community. And we're going to meet another one in verse 11, but then he's going to give us a little input about these men that we've been looking at. So let me read verse 10 and 11 together, and then we're going to hone in on Paul seeing these men as a great comfort to him. So let me read Colossians 4, verse 10 and 11. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you, and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And Jesus, who is called Justice, these are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God, and they have been a comfort to me. I want you to consider for a moment a recent challenging time or season in your life. It could be something that was a massive hardship, or it could just be a smaller disappointment, unmet expectation, or a season of sadness. But let something pop into your mind that has been a great challenge recently. As we've been going through the letter to the Colossians, one thing we've mentioned a couple times is the likelihood that Paul is writing this in prison. Paul's life was consistently marked with trials and tribulations, including times in prison. Actually, one of the places that he lists all of this is in 2 Corinthians 11. In there, he says that he has labored extensively, been beaten, been put in prison many times, was shipwrecked, had murder attempts on his life, he faced dangers, he was traveling in different circumstances. He faced personal attacks. He felt anxiety for all of his ministry. Paul is consistently in seasons of trial. And most likely, as he is penning this beautiful, theologically rich, pastorally sensitive letter to the Colossians, he is probably in a cold, dark dungeon of a prison with very little comfort. Now, again, I'm assuming most listeners haven't spent many nights in prison. I'm guessing none have the experiences in life that Paul has. But regardless, each of us have faced moments of trials, moments of difficulties, moments of disappointments or depression. And the question I want you to consider is this. In those moments, where do you tend to turn for comfort? Where are you looking in order to be comforted in these difficult moments? Obviously, in the grand, ultimate sense, we want to be comforted by the Lord. But where do we look to experience that? How do we tangibly receive comfort in this life? For Paul, in verses 10 and 11, he lists out some members of his community 
that he says have been a source of comfort for him. I think what we see is that in these trying moments of our lives, it is the community of God that can bring the comfort of God to the people of God. Do we believe this? That the community of God can bring the comfort of God to the people of God. We truly can experience God's comfort in our lowest moment through God's people. Do you have a community of God's people in your life close enough to you to be a source of comfort in challenging moments? I will say this, I think that is vital to navigating the Christian life. And that's part of what we see in these verses. Paul mentions Aristarchus in Mark in verse 10, and then a man named Jesus. Now, that's not Jesus of Nazareth, but another man named Jesus that then went by Justice, which as an early Christian, that's probably just a smart move to go by another name than the risen Lord and leader of your new movement. So Paul mentions these men and says, they are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God. That's him essentially saying, these are my fellow Jews. They are ethnically Jewish men like Paul who are now converted to following Jesus. And they're now on his ministry team. Or as he says, they are fellow workers for the kingdom of God. And then listen to what he says lastly about these men. And they have been a comfort to me. As I was prepping this, that is what stuck out. One reason, honestly, that I think that stuck out is because I kind of view Paul as superhuman in some ways. Just the reality that he is a man who did all these amazing things for God, this great apostle, the writer of scripture, the church planter and missionary, also needed the comfort of a community around him for some reason was an odd encouragement to my soul. And it makes me think that there is no one who is too strong or too solid as a Christian that means they do not need a community of comfort around them. And that then includes you. Which leads me to the second reason I think that phrase stuck out to me. Because I think we can oftentimes believe maybe not explicitly that we are superhuman or just like the Apostle Paul, but we believe that our Christian community is nice, but not needed. Does that ever creep into your heart? Your Christian community is nice, but not needed. You know, it's nice to be in community, and it's nice to go to a church, and it's nice to have Christian friends. But I'd argue that for multiple reasons, Christian community is not just nice, it is necessary. And one of those reasons is because we need comfort in the hardships of life. And I think the community of God can bring the comfort of God to the people of God. So I want to just challenge you to end to consider this. Do you have that type of community? Do you have a community of comfort in your life? People that draw near when you're struggling or suffering. People that are not perfect or flawless by any means, but are a source of comfort in challenging moments. And if you're unsure, here's my follow-up question. Do you allow this in your life? So many of us want to present ourselves as put together and independent and self-sufficient. 
and we try to portray ourselves like we don't need others. That is a killer to community. And it's choking yourself off from having the community of God bring the comfort of God to you in those moments. So I want you to be honest and I want you to ask, do you allow yourself to have this reality of God's community bringing you God's comfort? Paul needed a community of comfort. I need a community of comfort. And so do you. If you haven't experienced this, I would encourage you, allow yourself to show your need, to show where you need comfort, where life is hard, where you have weaknesses. And in God's kindness, I think when you do that, you may be able to experience the community of God bringing the comfort of God to you. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace. Thank you.